You could tell a man about a distance travel. I'm a seeker of knowledge. I'm always, I'm a nerd. I always want to learn. And whenever you stop learning, you stop growing. And when you stop growing, you die. What up, what up, guys? It's your boy, Alu. Yeah, it's your boy, Ron. And we're the Amateur Builders. Welcome back to today's episode, guys. Last week's episode was the finale of season one. We're moving into a new season. It's going to be season two. There's a reason behind that. We're going to talk a little bit more about that in a few. But before we jump into that, let's just talk about our week real quick. And from there, we could just jump into season two. Yeah. So, I mean, I think my week was pretty, so far, it's pretty good. You know, um, I'm still uh, learning as much as I could at APAR, yeah. the agency under Group M. And we're just like, I'm, I'm working on... Um, a sub team called the man gen okay. they call it content syndication but like it's really like lead generation so it's basically kind of like a sales but not and we just work with like all the different partners for ibm okay. these these partners just they basically take ibm's content which is like a variety of their like assets that could be research report case studies demos webinars okay um and they repurpose it and then they send it to our five target audience. Okay. So those are security. They're going to change to by Q4. So security, um, operations, infrastructure, developer, and business, de- business decision makers. Okay. So they just run like those assets, the papers and stuff against those. So what do the, like, what have you doing right now? What are you currently doing? Um, just admin stuff. I'm not doing too much of like crazy work. I'm just like uh, helping send out like IOs, which is like contracts to partners to like, like when. So basically, like we pay for those like leads. Mm-hmm. They have these partners have leads, so we pay for the leads. These leads is like fifty four dollars a lead. So CPA like that's the rate. And how many leads you guys? They get like has. they purchase for quarter and then they purchase like they purchase bulk. So like next year we're working on next year. So next year they'll purchase for the first quarter or two. Um let's I don't know why I don't know who comes up with the amount, but it's just, just randomly like a thousand. Okay. Thousand leads. And they spread that across their so different So thousand of these and the each lead is like fifty four. Yeah. Like it's a lot of money. <laughs> it's a lot of money. Yeah, bro. So I'll be looking at it. It'd be like 150K, 200K. That's like, crazy. Wow, bro. But like, if it, those, <laughs> it's crazy. Like, that is nothing compared to like if a lead converts. Cause if a lead converts, they like could millions, pay right? yeah, IBM yeah. millions of dollars, like contract. Yeah. That's some, dope. some of them 10 million. So, yeah. But, on my end, it's been yeah. a lot of just, you know, trying to restructure a little bit more, just getting a little bit more organized for me. I think I needed to take a step back from a lot of things that I was doing and just get back into a real good routine and a good mindset. So i just been using this week to just reset everything in my life. You know, just trying to identify all the things that's important and valuable to me and then just focusing and just dropping more towards that. Yeah. But let's talk about season two now. So season one was, you know, just getting started, trying to identify like what we wanted the content to be about, 
and mm-hmm. I think it was a good journey and overall I think we learned a lot about just content creation mm-hmm. a lot about ourselves and the reason why we wanted to move into season two is that we just had a conversation with one of our friends his name is Tariq and he just wanted he just wanted to understand more about what this podcast is going to be about and it led us to just have a conversation me and Ron and we just went back and we just talked about like what do we actually want people to get from this podcast and the answer that we came up with is like getting people the content just getting a content where people can actually start building people who are just in the who don't necessarily have the tools or the mindset to actually start we just want to like target those people and actually like show them like oh this is how you can start this is the mindset that you need to just get started to build certain things that you want to build mm. um and just give them the tools and like the 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 things that they need to actually get started like literal tools so like mental framework mental models uh and it's going to just be us taking you through the process of like how to build so or how we or how building. we build necessarily and how we, want, we started yeah we want you guys to follow along and we want you to like take action on it so it's just making it easier for you if you have like a template if you have like a framework that you can like reference yeah cuz and I don't want these like frameworks to be like so complex. It's just something so simple. Yeah. So that you could write it down and that could be part of you taking action. Like, okay, what did I think today? And you just put it out maybe in a mind map software, like just a main topic, like, uh, I don't know, like let's say chocolate or something like that. Cause that's something you might want to get into and you just create a mind map <laughs> chocolate yeah brainstorm. that was a weird analogy right. bro you come up something better than chocolate bro come on i don't know some people might want to like build some type of candy brand and like some type of new healthy option i feel I you i don't know yeah. so like stuff like that you just go and like you just like all right what's like a healthy chocolate brand yeah and then you just like jot it down and you just have this material and i also think that like it's cool to all to listen to people who's already established like I think we all been through that phase where like we just seek knowledge and then we go to yeah. like to people who's already made it. But at the same time, sometimes they don't necessarily give you like the blueprint of how they did it. Yeah. And I think just having people who's in the midst of actually building things too, coming along with them on that journey, actually like showing them like how we're doing it. I think it's gonna be it's gonna give you at least an idea of like how you could get started. And I think that's what we're trying to get across in this podcast. And just to like even that just kind of clicked in my head of a video that I was telling you earlier about. Um, When you look at these podcasts of people who are already established, this happened with me too. You kind of like idolize them. So Mm. they don't listen to the advice that they are giving you. Like, as in like, they tell you advice that they will want because you're not, you don't have like what they have right now, which is time. And now they're telling you like, from my experience, this is like the advice I will give you. But, we are here, like, telling you, like, we're in the process with you. Like, we're not just already established, like, yeah, um, do this, do that, because that might not pertain to you. Like, yeah. we don't know your situation. We don't know what you might be going through. But we're telling you, like, we're in the same boat as you, like, you know? And not, like, literally, like, everything you're going through, we're going through. No, it's just, like, yeah, we're at level one or something. You know, I'll say level one. I would say level zero, but level one because, like, we kind of – from season one had like a great traction a lot of people don't really get we we got to pitch like a product like yeah you know and that's kind of 
as much it might seem easy, like, yeah, I could just apply to, like, many pitch competition, but you have to apply to many pitch competitions. That take time. Yeah. And you got to wait. And we got – maybe we got lucky and we got one. And that was just, like, a signal for me to just be like, yo, this is, like, some type of signal or sign from God or yeah. if you believe in that and to just keep going, you know? Facts. So Yeah, so let's just jump into to this topic then. Yeah, so introducing the new season. Yeah, so I think let's culminate let's culminate it with like this kind of book here, because we all live in like in the information age, and we could get overwhelmed. What book? You gotta talk to like the people. Oh yeah, yeah. Listening to. So it's called Thriving on Overload: The Five Power for Success in a World of Exponential Information by Ross Dawson, and he's the uh, founding chairman of advanced human technologies group um honestly i never looked into his group but i'm pretty sure it's what the book is saying it's just basically probably a consultancy but this book it just teaches you kind of frameworks on how to like distill information so when you like go about that kind of i think that helped that's what stunts people like it's just too much stuff out there like yeah how how what's like legitimate what's what should I pay attention to? Like, this is kind of what the book is telling you. Like, yeah, the starting point is always like the hardest to identify. Yeah, like where, especially nowadays, so much so going much. on. Like, you don't even know where to start or where to look to start. Mm. And that's where I feel like we want this podcast to be is like a starting point, like giving you at least a feet into the race. Like, just mm. putting your feet right there and just getting planted to actually get started. That's a fact, and. Before we even, let's say, get into, like, a mental model or a framework, like, what are some, like, habits that you do that makes you feel like you'll be successful? I think we mentioned some on, like, yeah, season Yeah, I think we one, talked about it in season one. But, like, bit. what's something you really do, like, and it kind of makes you still in this race, like, to get to the top, let's say? Yeah, that's a good question. <clears throat> I think it's, like, having – I think the number one thing you need to do is create a system. A system allows you to create, to be disciplined and actually allow you to have a habit. Mm. And I think the biggest thing that I've been doing lately is just having a set dedicated amount of time to do certain things. So the way I usually do is um, on Sunday, I usually use Sunday as like a reflection day. So my week starts on Sundays. So Sunday is like a reflection day for me. I think about, well, everything that happened from... Friday all the way to Monday, from Saturday all the way to Monday, and I just jot down everything. I just journal. I talk. I literally just journal about everything that happened, mm-hmm. anything important I identified throughout the week, and just try to clear my mind of everything that happened throughout the week, just to make sure like I know what's going on. And from Sunday, I also do some meditation. Right. I think that helps clear my head, and then it helps me get ready for the week. So mm-hmm. on Monday, the way I usually do is um I have weekly thoughts in my notes. Mm where I break down the days from like Monday all the way to Saturday. Mm. And then any article that I identify that I find interesting, mm. I, part, I write it down in the notes just to make sure I have a point of reference to go back to eventually. Yeah. And then <clears throat> if I find any article that's interesting, I go a little bit more in depth into that. Um, and then if I think it's really interesting, I take it from the notes and I bring it to Notion. So that's how I think mm. I kind of go from I go from notes to notion, and then the notion dissect the article. Yeah, in notion I go a little bit more in depth ah. into it, and I dissect it, 
try to identify what's interesting about it, what can I yeah. take away from it. And then from there, that's basically it. Mm. And in terms of just like the mental model of it, it's like my system right now is like Sundays is like reflection. The, throughout the week, I have articles that I find interesting and I just dissect them. If I find it interesting, I go to Notion. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. That's kind of like what the book really kind of said to in terms of like when you have like papers and stuff you want to comb through. Yeah. Um, I think that's pretty cool. Uh, I actually have something similar, but I don't have a particular day I do. Actually, I do. It's one thing I do started recently. It's our weekly assessments. Okay. So I'll use, I'll write down in my journal, um, I'll write down like four or five questions that I want to like review on Sunday. So I'll just write like, how was your week? Uh, what did you do? What did you accomplish? Um, what are you looking forward to next week? Mm-hmm. And then in my voice memo on the app, you can, I just like record, I just talk. Yeah. It's like a tape recorder, you know, I just talk and I say, I answer the questions. And then in terms of reviewing them, I don't really like review them, to be honest with you. I just, it's just for me to actually verbally talk out and say something, like say what I'm trying to do. Interesting. So and how do you think that's like helping you? Do you think that's like... I think <clears throat> in terms of habit formation, I think it's making me like speak things out into like the ether, like, and just say like, this is what I have accomplished. Mm-hmm. this is like a goal it's like a goal tracker like okay i'm basically saying oh i did xyz this week and i cross-reference it with like at times with my daily to-do tasks and that helps me build that kind of formation of checking in and making sure that i'm on progress to like how to build out the podcast which is mostly two things i'm really focused on is like the podcast and my newsletter yeah so it's just like going back and cross-referencing, making sure that, okay, last week I said I was going to do that, do that this week, and did I do it? And for the most part, I've been doing it. So it's like it kind of keeps me uh, managing. So. Do you think, like, having that system helps you become, like, more, I would say, like, focused on the things that you want to build? If you didn't have that system, would you still be as productive or – I don't think I would, you know. I don't know. Because at times I really, to be honest, I really just be wanting to, like, chill. And when I... Because everybody. Yeah, but when I chill, I'm just like... Yeah, you have that guilt, right? Time is ticking. Like, you feel guilty a little doing? bit? Yeah. yeah. I'm just like, I can't. Like, I can't. And I just, I get back into it. And it's like, I can't chill. Like, I don't know. Well, that's why you need to have that, that system. So... When I go back to my system, I feel like to mention that, like, I choose one day when I don't do anything. Mm. So, Saturday is my day for myself. So, Saturday, I don't have any sort of, like, guilt of, like, oh, you should be doing this, you should be doing that. I usually, I usually use Saturdays to, like, do every single thing I want to do. If it's, like, going out with friends, mm. if it's hanging out with family, or if it's just, like, I just be in my bed the whole day not do anything. So, Saturday is, like, my day of, like, I just do whatever I want. And I think you need to have that balance where, yeah. like, because sometimes I feel like, especially when you're, like, somebody who's entrepreneurial, somebody who's a builder, somebody who's a creative, you tend to be very hard on yourself where, like, you constantly feel like you have to be doing something. Yeah, but no. the mind and your brain needs a break, bro. Yeah, that's why I'm telling you that sucks, like, 
not gonna lie like that's why even uh the last episode i wasn't there because like that week i was just taking a mental because it is really really important all that these people like don't let idols like i said don't even idolize people and don't let them tell you or let them show you and make you think that they're working for uh like 80 hours a week like yeah it's insane. Yeah, like Ron said, don't, don't have <laughs> idols. Insane. But I'm reading this book right now. It's called um, "Still Like an Artist" by Austin Kleon, mm. and he basically talks about like how to become more creative. And he just talks about how like instead of like like you said, not idolizing somebody, but to get inspired by people. And the way he actually says to like become more creative, and how most people become more creative and become better of an artist is identifying one person who you like their art style and then identify who that person got inspired by. So now you just create like a whole sort of like web flow of like people that he learned from. And then you utilize all those things that they, that he learned and he learned from those other people and you just bring that into yourself and then you just change it a little bit. So like he talks about how art and like being artistic in itself is not creating anything new. It's just changing the way it's perceived in a way. Mm. So if you really think about it, it's nothing really that's truly new. It's just somebody who took it and just changed it a little bit and just bring their own sort of like intuition and their own imagination to it. Yeah, that's a fact. Like they say like good artists still, great artists copy. Exactly. So it's definitely uh definitely going to get that book. Yeah, that book is dope. I'm literally reading it right now. It's like it's changing because a lot of the times when you look at how people view like being artistic or being like uh, a designer, they just view and just like somebody who's just like know how to draw like, or somebody who know how to paint. And, and it's originals. Yeah, I think it limits the way yeah. what being a true artist is. I think just being an artist is somebody who has their imagination and they're able to output that into reality and just mm. tweak it in just a little bit, just tweak it a little bit mm. and have a whole new sort of like perspective on it. I think that's like true being, that's like being creative and being an artist, I think yeah. in my opinion. Uh, I think it is for sure, and so let me ask you this then: we're still we're still on the topic of like habit formation because mm-hmm. we're gonna get a little bit into mindset. We're not gonna talk so much because we're gonna like start now with season two. We're gonna have like deliverables, so I want to like have um downloadable PDFs for like our audience, so yeah. you guys can like one track us and like you can also like I said just like go along with us in our process. Yeah. So let me ask you like how do you like uh set up your environment for when you like wanna, wanna actually start, like, start building your building? like Yeah. So in terms of what? In terms of like new ideas or like um, coming up with new ideas or is it like an idea that I already have and I want to like start building an idea out? Let's say or, it was let's say it's one you already have and then let's say they're like someone who works from home or something like that and or like i don't know like how do you set up your environment to like free yourself from distractions so the way i usually do is um i think that's what i leave i live right now with my family so it can be a little bit hard to actually like find the time but you need to try to find that time and space where you could be the most productive and for me it's early in the morning Mm -hmm. so i tend to wake up very early and i do it deliberately because i just want to wake up early and at the same time i'm also muslim so like i need to pray like the morning prayers mm-hmm. so i just tend to wake up early so i wake up around like 5 5 30 mm-hmm. so once i wake up during that time i pray 
and then there's literally nobody else. So I just have the house is quiet. It's just me and my thoughts. So mm-hmm. during that time, I'm able to just, you know, have much more of like a free thinking mind and just being more productive in a way where I could just go and sit down at my desk and mm-hmm. then tackle all the things I need to tackle. So if I have an idea that I want to build on, and usually how I tend to go is from like, if I have an idea is already in my notes. So I'm moving from my notes to Notion. And then when is a Notion, like I said before, I have it more detailed out. And then from there, I tend to move to Figma because I think more of like, I like to, I'm more of a visual person. So mm-hmm. I like to see things before I try to build it out. So I go to Figma and then I try to prototype it, try to like create a wireframe of like what this idea is. So mm-hmm. if it's going to be a mobile platform, if it's going to be a website, I tend to want to look at it and see what it is and conceptualize it first. Mm-hmm. And then from there, um, it tends to move on into just building it out. But I think at first for me is like having something visual. Because if you have something visual that you have, it helps it. It makes it easier to just think more of like, think more about your idea. Because like now your idea is actually coming more into reality. Because mm-hmm. I think sometimes when you just have it in words, it's harder to actually like know what the idea is. But if you have something visual, mm-hmm. it makes it easier for you to actually see like what this idea consists of. That's a fact. Yeah. And you do all that just at home. You don't like go to no coffee nah, shop. So that's, yeah, that's, also, that's good to mention too. So I think sometimes it's good to take yourself out of your comfortable environment that you're usually in and go out to like different places. So I tend to go to like coffee shops, libraries, because yeah. those kind of areas allow you to also observe different things. So I think being exposed to different things allow you to use certain parts of your creativity that you wouldn't usually use. So I think going to like a coffee spot allows you to interact with different people, having mm-hmm. those kind of conversations, allow you to bring new sort of like things into your ideas, going to libraries. It's just I think sometimes just like subconsciously you analyze things that you don't even tend to like know. So I think just like giving yourself new environments to be in, I think it actually helps develop your idea even more. True. Yeah. I agree for so sure. So let's flip it on to you then. So how do you go about it? So as of right now, as like I'm working from home, I actually don't like it, to be honest with you. I'd rather like go to, go to the office. So I think tomorrow I'm going to actually do that. I'm just going to go to my old college, Hostos, and I'm just going to like be in the library and just work and, um, you know, work like at my job literally and then work on like the podcast and newsletter and um I think that should help me because like this past week I've just been home. I only get to go out <laughs> when I go out, I'll just take a walk or I take a long walk to this deli to get food just because mm-hmm. I want to walk. And uh, I just feel like, you know, this is boring. Like I, I want to go to mingle and talk to coworkers and stuff. Yeah. Like you said, it kind of do free your mind up a bit because your environment changed. So it was like, mm-hmm. You're not at home. And I think you should be at home just to experience that and just realize if if you could work at home and you could be productive, cool. But sometimes for most people, it's just like, yeah, I got to get out of here. Like, yeah. I got to, like, go somewhere new, you know? So Yeah. Going back to that mindset thing, though. So, like, once you have those blockers, mm-hmm. how do you overcome that? In terms of what blockers? like. So, sometimes you feel like, oh, I'm not, I'm not being productive or I just can't be creative right now. What do you do to, like, overcome that? Man, I think, like, 
it's not a hard question to be honest with you because I could say you can just like. No, it's not. It's like, what do you do? Like, what, that's what we're trying me to personally, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think, um, so for me, when that happens, like I said, I just, I go for a walk. A walk? Yeah, that, even though I'm just trying to get out of the house, that also just helps me, like, free up my mind. And mm-hmm. um, I would, like, uh, honestly, like, work out. <laughs> go yeah, working out is good. Workout. Working out is good. I go to the track, and, like, at my track at 161, it will just, like, I'll, they'll have the pull-up bars, I'll do pull-ups. Do you think that's, like, helping you? That helps me, like, helps yeah, you? like, yeah. and I, I just try to get off my phone at times. Like, this phone be annoying. Yeah. I try, like, free my, my brain from digital stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. That helps, though, for sure. Yeah. I think for me, is like, working out is key for me. I think it helps a lot. And I think sometimes going in nature is very... Yeah, facts. So, like, sometimes, like, I don't know, like, we went, sometimes we go on hikes, right? And it just like it feels so, I don't know. It just feels so relieving. It just so feels good. like relieving a lot of that like stress and all those things. And yeah. I think just going back into nature at, at times for people who like going out into nature or people who haven't tried it, I think that's something that you should try to do. It just alleviates mm. a lot of stress that you have, especially being cooped up in the city all the time. All those like crazy people you see on the train. All that yeah. shit actually it messes up with your psyche. And I think sometimes like just going out there into nature it helps. Just bring you back and aligns you and balance you back. So yeah, man, that's, that's one thing that I like to do. That's why we have parks. Like, just go to your park, take a yeah. walk, or like get yourself out of that like mindset. You know? Facts. So, what's other mindset things that you think that is good to like just have and people to like you know, especially like people who want to be entrepreneurs and builders. What kind of mindset do you think that they need to have? Um. So now that we kind of got the habit down a little bit um mindset you just need to like be open and to be quite honest the real like key for me is just being people being around people that are like in a way better than you you know because mm-hmm. if you have that chance to like if you're in the city like new york la or like a major like city like urban city mm-hmm you have people who are really successful. So yeah. if you have the opportunity to, just go to like an event. Like even if you, that's even building a habit. Like even if you just go there and you just like listen to, if it's a speaker speaking, then you yeah. just listen to the speaker and you go home. Cool. Next event, go. Then, all right, third time you go, maybe like, let me talk to somebody. Like if you're very much like a shy person, this is what like I'm saying. But if you're like, out there, you could put yourself out there it's way better. That's good. Yeah. Just go out and like. No, I definitely agree. Your, I get your like, group. Get your group. Mm-hmm. Essentially, saying like having that that networking kind yeah, of like capability is like that's super important. As anybody who's who wants to be an entrepreneur, who wants to be a builder, is like just collaborating with other people who have the like minded mindset that you have mm. is gonna allow you to propel faster. I even like I remember that conversation that we had with um. An investor, mm-hmm. his name was Lamine. He was like, the two things that you need to actually elevate you to the place that you want to be is having information and access. And if you have the information and you don't have the access to get somewhere, then it doesn't really matter. So yeah. I think the access part is like the networking part where you're able to just collaborate and actually meet people who have different backgrounds, who's in the same field that you're in or in the same 
uh, area that you're in, and then it helps you, just, you know, just build that access. For That's the next, a fact. Yeah. Why you think there's like social like fraternities and so large and people for the most part who have like you know the best place or position is usually comes from their network like yes like somebody put them there you know yeah and i also say like the things that you need to be like a great entrepreneur and builder is having empathy i think mm. being able to just take yourself out of whatever you're going through and just looking at it through the other person's perspective yeah. it could take you to a whole different level and yeah. i think that's one of the biggest things that i've been learning um going this journey is like sometimes it's not about you it's about like the other person on the other side of it even like like when you're building a product there's not necessarily about you you're trying to build a product for problems that other people are facing yeah so if you can't empathize with those people then anything that you try to build is not really going to succeed you know what I mean? It's a fact. And yeah. I think um, off of that, too, having empathy. And you really, it's hard to say this because, you know, you want to be an entrepreneur, but sometimes you really can't seek money. Like, I don't know. Like, you really have to. Yeah, you got to have a passion. You right? have to have a something passion, bigger. Like, something, yeah. something like bigger than empathy. just the money. Like, yeah. you just really, like, no, I, I want to really solve this. Like, this is not Yeah, it got to be money. bigger than just the money. Yeah, like, the money can't be driving you. Granted, like, if you like don't have that much of a good job, whatever, but like it's really gonna make you feel like you're just chasing like something that's invaluable at the end of the day. Yeah. Like And I also think a lot of times, even I've been through this before, is like a lot of times we try to pursue certain things where we just don't even have our basic needs met. Yeah. So sometimes like, you know, you try to like go into that grind mode. But you don't necessarily even have like the basic things that you need mm. to have a set. Like you don't have your bills paid. You don't mm. have the basic things that you need first. And I think sometimes that messes like your opportunity to actually grow and build things faster because like you're always in the constant chase of like oh, I gotta pay this, I gotta do this, yeah. I gotta do that. So you can't really focus on the thing that you need to build. That's mm. So I think sometimes you gotta take yourself out of the survival mode first and move on past that and actually have at least. A comfortable place where you can actually be able to take that risk because going right. to entrepreneurship building things is like it's taking a risk yeah so if you have if you constantly trying to like have if you constantly in that survival mode where like you can't even like pay off bills then i think you should try to worry about like just getting yeah, yourself man. out of that place first before you actually try to like go all in you get what i mean yeah for sure like upscale like sometimes you could do low level stuff like once you upscale let's say you know digital marketing and you specialize in facebook mm-hmm. and you just know facebook like i don't know like you you just tested it maybe you did it at your job and now you just like have that kind of skill so just go and make it like go on go on freelance a little bit yeah. and like see what people are really using facebook for yeah and that's how you could get ideas too and just like putting yourself out there you build clientele yeah. And you tell them, hey, like, I'm launching, like, this Facebook widget. I don't know. Like, and that could turn into a company. And you could, you know, because you know Facebook, you built that enough skill. Work on one skill. Like, work yeah. on a complementary skill. Like, you know. Yeah, definitely. Like, not being afraid to Low level diversify stuff. your skill sets is important, too, as an entrepreneur, as a builder. I think a lot of times it's good to specialize in certain things. But I think it's also good to know a little bit of everything because i think it it helps you become competent in a lot of things Mm. and also like i think one important i think one of the biggest important things 
as entrepreneur as a builder is like not being afraid to fail so a lot yeah. of times even like personally i've been through that where it's like uh i was afraid of like failure and i think mm-hmm. that helped me back a lot but once you overcome that and actually understand that failure is just another step to success mm-hmm. then it allows you to actually like you know be a little bit more um i would say not afraid like you just like oh it's just part of the journey it's like if you look at any successful person any successful person there's going to be tons of failures behind the things that they did and i think that's something that you just have to accept and just you know just yeah, be willing sure. to know it's going to happen for sure like that's definitely i think so our so that's like we'll wrap this like section this mindset section up mm-hmm. real quick so like what's five things that you can say mindset wise that you would say like this is like you should take away from this like key takeaway okay so let's let's see i think the creating a system so creating a system meaning having a habit that's going to help you to be disciplined i think creating a system is one um not being afraid of failure that's mm-hmm. two um knowing how to balance it out like knowing how to balance between being uh an entrepreneur having a family life you having friends you know just having a personal life i think having a balance is important i think that's could be incorporated into the system but for right now we just got separated um what else you have anything else I think oh, I'm so... nah, not right now i'm writing down yours so that way I can... <laughs> <laughs> you gotta help me out bro we're supposed to be a team here um that, talking um, to the mic you said work-life balance last thing then you said not bringing not being afraid of failure mm-hmm then create system, a system. Yeah. Um, networking. Networking, yes. That's important. Networking. And why? Uh, well, yeah, what's the, what's the last one? I was going to say something else. I don't know right now. Be resilient. That's a good one. Shout out to Bob from the, yeah, in Bob the background. Resilient. Being resilient. That's true. Like, you can't be. Is you have to be able to bounce back, you know? Yeah. Right, resiliency for sure. I think this is good. Yeah. And um, so for me, like, it might relate to yours too a little bit. So I would say uh, hmm. <laughs> I think like r- really journalizing like your progress. So that's true. Yeah. Having a journal, physical journal, do not write. In your digital journal. So what would you say? Why do you think people should actually take a pen and paper and write down rather than just like use a keyboard and just like or text it or just one of those things? Like why do you think having a physical journal is more important and better than having like a digital one? In your opinion? Um, well, I did read something like psychologically about that and I can't really tell you in full details what it was, but I just remember it being taken away from it because I was like, this is like kind of good. Like not saying that you shouldn't ever write on your phone, like your goals, but I think you should, if you're going to write like goals. Yes. So that way you could track it like on a Trello board or notion, but in terms of like small stakes, higher level things, I Mm -hmm. think just journalize it on pen and paper in a notebook because um, it's just like, there's something like kind of magical about it. Like, there's I, something I, I, I agree with yeah, you. Like, there's something powerful of like taking taking something 
out of your imagine, out of your mind, and actually mm-hmm. bring it into like reality and actually making it physical. Mm-hmm. Something powerful in there. Yeah. And even if you think about how like the way our brain and everything has been going on for like thousands of years is like everything was just written. So it's like I think there's like something powerful in that. And I think our, in my opinion too, is like I think it feels a lot better. And I think you feel way more like I don't know. I think it's like it's a different. I don't know. It's a feeling that you can't really explain. It feels more realistic when you actually take yeah. the time of like writing it down rather than just like typing it or like putting it in your phone. In my opinion. Yeah. No. Definitely. Uh, I'm gonna have to find that article that psychology psychological article i think yeah. i read and just like i'll put it in the show notes and stuff yeah um second thing is uh same as yours like habit have a habit or have a system of like like you wake up to like your morning routine maybe that's what i'm doing like a morning routine if you're a nightly person have a nightly routine i don't know like your nightly routine could be that you come home you shut off your lights you get a good book maybe get a pen tool and you like you uh mark up that book if especially if it's something like this book where it talks it gives you like frameworks it talks about what you should do you just put like a little notepad in there i mean a sticky note in there and just like highlight action items you could take from this like not just not just writing what is said in the book like literally like yo from this like page right here i could just do this for whatever you know and that helps being actionable too. Yeah. Third thing, in terms of like mindset, is take action and take low level action. Uh, so example could be like if you want to get into the gym, just go to the gym for thirty minutes, like, and just do something really light. Then, with the time that you have, if you're gonna, if you have time in the morning, just go in the morning. Um. And just like work out for 30 minutes. I don't know. Like no, that's the, the point is you build in that habit. It goes back to habit, like you just building a habit. Like what's um, the fourth thing? Fourth thing. Yeah, this is harder. <laughs> I thought. I mean it's all good. I feel like we basically like just both like building our both um yeah. our thoughts together I think they're pretty I think we're it's the same thing. Really it's yeah, the same it's thing, basically so. the same thing. Yeah. So I think that should be good. Uh, just to restate it again, creating a creating system, not being afraid of failure, work life balance, networking, and resilience. Yeah. That's and that's a really, I think that's a very good starting point. And I think that's exactly what this podcast is going to be looking for. I mean, looking forward to. That's the content we're going to be bringing more about. Is like you know. Just talking more of like the people who's just starting and like mm-hmm. having more content behind that. I think it's not anybody who's really like focusing on people who just want to get started. I feel like everybody just want to like talk about how they got there rather than just like talking about like how to get started. How to get started. We're you know doing I mean? it now with yeah. y'all. Exactly. So it's going to be very, you know, very much like real life things that we're going through and like. You know, we have things that we could vlog about too. So once we get like better equipment, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, for sure. Stay tuned. Season two gonna be here. Season two is gonna be a lot of learning. It's gonna be a lot of great content coming. Hope you guys are excited like we are. And you got anything else you wanna Definitely, say, man? Uh, yeah, really download those PDFs that I'm gonna send y'all away. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of like actual things you can actually follow along. So there's gonna be yeah. some PDFs. 
some Pulse, Figma links serving. and actually sometimes we might actually even do some like workshops too. Yeah. So look forward to those things. If you don't got anything else to say, Ron. Nah, I said, peace. Peace. <laughs>